0: Just a reminder, our podcast deals with crimes that are often violent and graphic in nature, so listener discretion is advised. So when in doubt, leave the kids out. Now, please let us take you back in time.
1: Hello, old-time Crime Gal fans. We're back again this week. This is Melissa with my friend. Shannon, welcome. Welcome. Yes, and we are going to talk about Yazid Issa. This weekend, which is a story out of Ohio. Awesome. And Shannon, she re- requested or told me about this one yes. so she kind of knows what's going on. A little bit. Um, so we're gonna go over the full details about him and his wife, Rosemarie. So Rosemarie was born in October uh twenty-first, nineteen sixty-six. She was from a American-Italian family. Okay. Um, her last name, I think, is like De DePuch- or something. Yeah. Um, She grows up and becomes a nurse, and she begins working at Mount Sinai Hospital, which is no longer operational. But in there, in 1995, she meets the handsome ER doctor Yazid Issa. I keep wanting to say Essa because the way it's spelled, but it's E S S A. It's Issa, and he is um, American-born, first-generation Palestinian in the united states and he's also a businessman oh. so him and his brother have this like they started the satellite business okay. so they're really wealthy already plus he went to med school and is a doctor so wow. he has a very steady source of income coming yes. in and then she's a nurse which we you know nurses do make good money that's shannon making a bunch of noise? yes sorry drink more water yes. um
0: that was my water bottle. <laughs> water is good for you so then they have like three big streams of income it sounds like
1: yeah and so they get married in 1995 on september 11th that has got to be the most horrible anniversary date to ever have yeah um around here but a year later they have a son named armand and two years after that they have lena so they have a boy and a girl and then the couple they seem happy and they're trying for the third baby Okay. So she's um, in the process of taking like prenatal vitamins and trying to get, she's like 38 at this time. Okay. Um, trying to get herself back into shape and have that third baby. And so head to February 24th. Do they seem happy and like no. no yeah. According, on according to families, they, he was, um, they said he would be the type of person she'd call up and say, Hey, we need baby food. Can you give me like two jars? I need to bring home like 36. Okay. Like he, whether well, they said whatever he did was over the top, generous and everything he seemed to do kind of just played out in his favor okay um so he was a very generous guy like he didn't do it as a show-off type of way they said it was just because he seemed to generally care okay um so all around good guy but on february 24 2005 so rosemary is on the way to meet her sister uh deanna for a movie okay and it's about a 10 minute drive from her house And I guess she's running a little bit late. She's trying to rush out the door. But before she leaves, she takes her vitamins given to her by her husband. And so she leaves around 2. But then on her drive, she's not feeling good. So her stomach's starting to get upset. She's feeling really queasy and nauseous and headachy. And she's on the phone with her friend Eva. And she tells her friend Eva, like, man, I'm really just not sure what's happening to me. Maybe it's the stuff my husband gave me and you know he gave me some calcium pills before i left right. the house and calcium pills right i mean i guess they could make you any vitamin if you overdose i guess it could make you queasy or sometimes if you don't take it with food could make you nauseous but she just wasn't feeling right
0: didn't she actually swerve and
1: yeah so she hangs up with eva and she tells her that i'm going to call Yaz, which is what they called um Yazzy, that was his nickname. Yaz about the family. She's like, "Well, I'm gonna call him and ask him. Should I be feeling this way? Because I just don't think something's right." Well, she never makes that phone call because she does end up swerving, leaving her lane and swerving, and hitting another vehicle. Um, to so like a minor fender bender. She actually was only going 10 miles an hour because. She let her foot off the gas. She was having some problems breathing and another motorist happened to see what was going on. She said she saw the car leave the lanes and then kind of come back. And then like it was slowing down and it kind of striked the car on its side. And so she actually was able to get out of her car and run faster than the car to open the door and stop the vehicle. Okay. And so she was only going like 10 when she hit the, hit the car and then it was still slowing down to a stop. Um, but, she happened to be a medic, a uh, um, medical background, so she okay. kind of like was in the know of what was going on, and so she said by the time she got to her, she her eyes were glassed over, her eyes were open, she was really out of it, and she just was like vomiting. Oh wow! Um, and so someone, a cop actually on dash cam, stopped because he saw that saw the aftermath of the accident, and they rushed her to the hospital. And so then they start calling her family to let her know that she was in a, it was an apparent car accident because she reared off and she hit a car and the car stopped. But for a car accident, she had no signs of like physical trauma.
0: Right. Like she didn't
1: hit her head. She didn't, she didn't break a bone. It was just something was going on with her that they really didn't make any sense.
0: Now, do you know, did she have her children with her at the time?
1: No. Okay, so she's she was on the herself... way to the movies to meet her sister. Okay, her sister. it's her and her sister. So going she had, yeah, she had called her friend Eva. And so, um, you know, she was vomiting rushed to the hospital. Her family, they were shocked to hear that she'd been in a car accident and was, like, clinging to life, but there was no sign of, like, physical trauma like we talked about. And so, her husband was allowed to observe in the ER because he's an ER doctor. So, he was kind of in the whole process. Gotcha. And about after 30 minutes of trying to revive her, he was the one to suggest to just call it. Oh, and like gotcha. That really is not normal behavior for someone who's like, you need to stay alive. I want yeah. you to stay alive. He's and like, ah, just call it. Just call it. Yeah, husband. Fishy. Yeah. And so... You know, then her family was called to come have a private moment and told, you know, that she had been declared dead at, like, less than an hour, three two p.m. after all of this went down. It was really super fast. And um her mother said it just looked like she was sleeping. Like, how could this person be in a car accident and yeah. just not? I mean, she was a healthy 38-year-old. And didn't hit anything. Yeah. So there was no trauma. Yeah, so. the car wasn't going, like, 75 and it wasn't totaled. It yeah. was perfectly fine. And so, it just didn't make any sense. Um, But, it's just crazy. So, less than 24 hours after that happened, Yah sends out an email to inform family and friends about what happened. And it was just one line, two sentences. It says, just wanted you to, to let you know that Rosie died yesterday in a minor car accident. She will be missed not like the mother of my children uh just she will be missed
0: very cold after 10 years of marriage when he supposedly was you know Mm -hmm. very loving and wow now was there an off you might get to that yeah that's that's later all right
1: so um so rosie's brother calls her friend eva to let her know what had happened. I guess she wasn't on his email <laughs> list because this was just one of her friends. Okay. Um. So he now last she had heard she was I mean, gonna call. That sounded
0: like an email that would be like the dog died. Yeah. You yeah. Know? She'll be yeah. missed. The dog yeah. died. And um, it was his
1: wife. Yeah, it was his wife. Oh. So the um so the brother calls the friend Eve. Eva. Eva. Yeah, because I guess Eva wasn't on like you said Doctor Yazid's email list she didn't get that that memo so he was going to call to break the news and last she had heard you know she knew what was going on in, in the car and last she had heard was that she was going to call yeah yeah so i guess they had ended their phone conversation and then the accident happened and so she lets the brother know um the context of their conversation that you know she had while she was on the way to the movies about how you know, her husband, Yas had given her a calcium pill to take right before she walked out the door, and she was wondering if it was making her feel sick because she was nauseous, and she had a headache, and she didn't feel right, and then the crash happens. Mm. And so the brothers, she had two brothers, and they didn't really know what to do with this information. They were kind of split. One thing they could agree on was they didn't want to tell the parents because a lot of times with something like that could just cause them to go downhill, and their health gets bad because they're obsessing over stuff, or they just the shock they just didn't want them to know just yet one brother wanted to sit tight until the autopsy came through and find out what was going on and but ava like made them promise please do a toxicology report please find out what what she took because the regular toxicology reports don't come back for certain things unless they test for certain things and sometimes they don't know to test for certain things yes and if you're an er doctor
0: and you might be the culprit you'll know what to use and what not to use.
1: Right. And so they um, let the autopsy come through, and there was nothing abnormal. But then they, um, Eva had also told a friend. Her name was Christine, and she was also a nurse. And so she's like, yeah, I not sound right? She called the cops. Because one brother wanted to go to the cops, the other one wanted to wait. So it kind of like they just sat with the information for a little while and didn't go really Christine. do anything. Yeah. Because also some of that stuff is time sensitive. So yeah. if it's been a certain amount of time, you can't detect what was there, you know, the close the sooner you do it the better and so she had told police so police already thought the thing was suspicious because this was a minor fender bender that had nothing to do with something that should cause this lady to just drop dead like that right and so they were already suspicious so the nurse had called in the tip. So on march 17th police actually asked him about the pills And he says, well, I was at a family party and there was an older lady there and she was talking about osteoporosis and how you need calcium. And we figured she's getting on up in age; She was 30, like 30 something at the time. Um, So I thought it would be a good idea that she takes calcium supplements. So we decided to do that. And he's like, well, do you mind if I go get the pills? Like, can you give them to me? And he agrees. So he goes and he before he hands them over, he's like, can you tell me why you're taking these again? And he's like, well, I just want to cover all the bases. Obviously, they want to test the pills in the bottle to see what was going on. So. He gave
0: them to him?
1: He gave them to him. Okay. And so that was kind of like cooperation. You're like, okay, maybe they right. were just calcium pills. You seem like you're cooperating. But at the same time, feeling the pressure, you know, he calls a family friend and. He's like, hey, you know, I need you to watch my kids really quick. Like a friend of mine's brother was in this really bad car accident in North Carolina. I have to go. I have to go to the hospital and see. I mean, it got more more important, yeah, more more important than his wife's car accident. And again, car accident. And he's like, I'll be back by Monday. Can you watch the kids? And so they were like, sure. And he just never comes home. He just disappears. So he is on the run. It's crazy. Okay, so you want to recap us where we're at so far. What so has
0: happened? We've got Dr. Isa is what I know him as Yep, I Issa. episode. We like heard that. someone
1: say his last name.
0: Yes. It's Dr. are <laughs> sure Right. So his wife of 10 years, Rosemary. Rosemary. Um that she was an ER or a nurse. I don't know if she was an ER nurse as well. She said she, was a, she nurse. was a nurse. He was a doctor for the ER and she was going out with her friends. They've already had two children, been married for 10 years. She was going out with her friend to go to a movie, I guess, a girl's night out. Yeah. She was trying to have another baby, right? She wasn't mm-hmm. currently pregnant. Nope. And so her husband, after supposedly hearing about some calcium pills, that, which he's a doctor.
1: Yeah, he's a doctor. Yeah, I don't so know like, why he gave that some story. Some older
0: lady, some older lady case, was
1: talking about osteoporosis and yeah. so maybe she should take calcium. So then
0: he thinks she's been through medicine. Yeah, calcium pills. So he gives his wife a calcium pill, right, as she's going out the door to go to the movie. And as she's driving, she calls her friend Eva and explains that she doesn't feel well and that her husband had given her that pill. And she was kind of feeling nauseous yep. and just not feeling well at all. So then she said, well, maybe I need to call my husband. So she gets off the phone.
1: But I think before that can happen, she
0: starts to swerve. Yep. and
1: Has a minor fender bender mm-hmm. at like 10 miles an hour and later dies at the hospital. Yes. And it should be mentioned that um, we didn't talk about this, but right after she passed, he hired two nannies to help him out with the children. And both those nannies, he was also involved with relationships at the same time, and they didn't know. I can't remember if they knew about each other, if they didn't know about each other. It was really messy.
0: So then we just right we ended up saying that he went, he fled the. Yes, we think he dropped he fled the country. He dropped
1: his kids off and said, "One of my friend's brothers has been in a car accident. I'll I need to go visit him in North Carolina. I'll be back." And, but he
0: had the nannies, though, during yeah. that time. Okay, gotcha. But he never comes back. Okay, he doesn't come back.
1: And he leaves his kids. Right. So her brother goes to his house to kind of investigate what was going on. And he finds an envelope on the counter that he recognizes, like, a passport would be in. So he's pretty sure that he is fled, fled the, country. the country. So what he does is, they're in Ohio, so he goes to Denver. And from Denver, he slips into Canada. And then from Canada, he flies to... Heathrow, which I think that's England. London, And then he has to Cyprus. And then finally reaches his um, ultimate destination is uh, Beirut, Lebanon. Because in Lebanon, they do not have an extradition policy with the United States. Okay. So he's free to do whatever he wants to do as long as he's in that country. Right. And then so... Police eventually hires somebody from the FBI who's a fugitive you know, task force person who's well-equipped to find people. So they find him. They know where he's at. They know where he's staying. They know the nightclubs that he's in, the bars that he's in, yeah, the I mean, girls he's that he's life. dating. He's living life. And he's living lavishly. He has a family friend who supplies him with new ID papers. He had changed his name. He just has it made. And meanwhile, back at the States, you know, they're having press conferences. They're trying to speak to him through the media, begging him to please come home and deal with what he's got going on here. But, I mean, why would he? He doesn't have to.
0: So, did they ever find the evidence, like the pills that they came and got?
1: Mm -hmm. They tested those. And so, the pills, there were like eight or nine left in the bottle. And they were calcium pills. But when you popped them open, they were laced with uh, potassium cyanide. And it was enough in each pill to kill a person like within minutes. Wow. So that's how he did it. So he poisoned her with cyanide.
0: How sad. And left his children without a mother. And then he just up and left his children. Didn't care. And the
1: two mistresses because obviously he didn't care enough about them. No. So he wanted to save himself. So he's off in uh, Lebanon living living life. Date, he's dating somebody. Um, and he's going to different safe houses and nightclubs, bars, just living it up. But eventually... He leaves the country. He boards a plane and heads to Cyprus. Now, Cyprus kind of has like a—they don't have an extra extradition treaty with the United States, unless the death penalty is involved. So, if you've done something bad enough, they're like, "Yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll catch them and we'll give them to you." But if it's minor crimes, then you can still hang out in Cyprus. Gotcha. Heads up for all the you know <laughs> criminals out there. Um, so, Unless death penalty's so not involved. Cyprus do... is okay. <laughs> yeah. So, once the plane lands, the police there snatch him up. But then he still fights with legal, legal proceedings and stuff. So, they don't get him back into the United States until 2009. Which is a long time. Yes. For him to just be running around doing what he wants to do. And Cause... I don't
0: think his trial was for several years after that, right?
1: No, it was, it was in it? 2009. It was? Okay. Yep. Because on January fourteenth, two thousand nine, he was sentenced to life in prison without parole for twenty years after being found guilty of aggravated murder. I, I don't, I, mean, that I don't know the different meditated. terms. I don't think aggravated. I think you, I mean, you had to plan yes. that. You had to prep you the, pills. the You had to time it where she would make it look like an accident. Yes. She was in her car. I, I just, and then we always hear life without parole, which is great, but life without parole for 20 years. Doesn't mean. So in 20 years, he's eligible for parole. And he's only like early, early 40s. So, I mean, there's a chance he could get out at 60s. And so. if he's a
0: Casanova or a player or manipulative, which obviously. And smart because yeah. he's a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree. Our justice us.
1: system at its best. Sometimes it works out for the best, oh, and sometimes that. people slip through the cracks.
0: And, of course, I saw where the parents, I mean, it was very sad for them and just having to go through mm-hmm. that and fight. When you have to fight for things, it's tiring. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I just on a regular basis, fighting for things is tiring. So <laughs> I can't imagine this. That would be very exhausting. So.
1: Very sad, and it took a long time for some of the family members to even believe that he had done something like that. Yeah,
0: because nothing came out about their relationship yeah. being off or anything, did it? It's mm-hmm. just sad It's scary. I yeah. mean, that's a scary thing.
1: So no one hands me my vitamins; I get them myself. Yeah. I'll, I'll open <laughs> so the sorry, Daniel. I'll open the bottle, seal yeah. it, and hide it away. There we go. No. but that—I mean, that's yeah, kind of scary. That's um, it had to be
0: something. Something. I mean, you know, but even though we don't know what is he's... I don't know. How do you just say, I don't want to
1: do that? Strange. I know. You remember the Tylenol um incident? No. You don't? Um, I think it was in Chicago. You're talking about in stores? Yeah, yeah. Where someone attained the, um on purpose, attainted yeah. the, like, children's Tylenol. Maybe, yeah, or, that's um, true. And that's just mean, they had like, the,
0: but your husband who has yeah. cared for you in 10 years, and I don't know. But yeah, people are just mean. I do know that. They don't care. So...
1: Well, that was good, uh, Melissa. Yeah. Thank
0: you. And thank you guys for. And you for suggesting that yeah. that one. Thanks for joining us. And we'll look forward um, this week in our neck of the woods. And I'm sure it's in yours is Easter. So. Yes. We hope you have a, a great Easter with your family. And we'll be back next week.
1: Yep. So you can find us on Facebook, Old Time Crime Gals. You can email us at oldtimecrimegals@gmail.com. at Appreciate everyone who listens. If you have a story that you'd like to personally hear that we haven't talked about before, please let us know. We'll do our best to get it out there. And in the meantime, if you do this crime, it's going to catch up with you in time. And we'll talk about it.